Welcome back to The Vibe, guys. On today's episode of The Vibe, we have Julia from Cash, a sustainable and philanthropic cashmere brand that recently launched. Being the comfort lover that I am, it only seemed fitting to talk to Julia, not just about her brand, but everything that came along with the launch. Because this didn't just happen during a normal time, it happened during the COVID time. Julia, I would love for you to introduce yourself. Hi, and thank you for that. Um, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Um, So yeah, as you mentioned, um, my name is Julia, and I'm the founder, CEO, and I'm currently wearing many hats at Cash. Um, I'm originally from a small town in Northeast Ohio, and then I went to school at Syracuse and studied advertising. And then after graduation, I moved out to LA, and I've been working in the event scene in LA, and now I'm currently actually back at home um, just because of COVID. So yeah, in a normal world, you find me in LA though. And all of our right. pieces were designed in LA. Yep. But you know what? That is life. And I think most people have shifted locations since then. Um, before we get into cashmere, can you give us a vibe of pre-cash life? What was your life like? What propelled into shifting a different job? I know COVID is a big thing. But before that, mm-hmm. what was your life like? So pre-cash is pre-COVID. I mean, this is a total COVID baby. Um, But yeah, I mean, my life was fun. Um, I worked as an event planner in Los Angeles, as I mentioned. Um, And, you know, I was, we were planning events for thousands of people, red carpet events for the Oscars and the Emmys. And then, you know, aside from work, I was, you know, going to Pilates classes and getting dinner with my friends and planning my next vacation or trip, Um, you know, whether that be summer you know, foreign or just to come back home to Ohio. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I miss those days. And But you actually had a really great um, Instagram story. I may have been a couple weeks ago, um, but I'm just going to read it off because I did take, I did write it down. Um, if this pandemic never happened, this version of who you are right now would have never existed. And I, I personally think that's so true. Um, you know, I mean, we were all really forced to slow down our lifestyles and just take a step back and, you know, we were just forced to do that. So I think, you know, spending so much me time and really honing in on what I'm passionate about and, you know, what the next move is, I think that that, you know, I think that that's something that um, I wouldn't have done if it wasn't for COVID. So while there were a lot of negative things that came from COVID, you know, just across the world, in my personal life, there are a lot of silver linings. And I, you know, I'm really happy that I can say that. Yeah, and I fully agree with that. I said to you before that, um, you know, I've I've interviewed a couple of people post-COVID and, you know, as awful as this time has been, I'm not going to discredit that. A lot of people have done pretty well for themselves. They found a new way to work that works for them, you know. Um, I was telling you about a girl who was flying all the time, like all the fucking time, left, right, here, there. And she finally, her company, it was an alcohol company, they finally went e-com. And she was like, my mm-hmm. life changed. Like, I can live. I don't have to travel. I can take these Zoom meetings. I know so many families who, either the mother or father is working so much that they don't get enough time with the children. And they've had mm-hmm. eight months to, like, be a family Mm -hmm. which is so beautiful and amazing so I have to agree with you that I am so glad you read that quote and you read it for what it was because people are saying 2020 is awful it's this it's that and listen tomorrow's my 30th birthday it feels fucking weird but that doesn't mean thank you but that doesn't mean that life is any worse it means Mm -hmm. like like listen I'm totally having a weird day but I'm like 
I'm so lucky. We are so healthy. I have mm-hmm. my breath. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I mean, you always want to be cautious when saying that because, you know, it has negative, negatively affected so many people. But I think when you can really like take a step back and look at everything and kind of compare your life pre-COVID, I hate using that as like a time. I know, but it is what it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But pre-COVID and post-COVID and you can kind of see the things that you really loved about your life before and you can be like, okay, I definitely want to pick that up again, like travel, you know, things like that. I definitely want to pick that up again when I can. But then there's a lot of things that I'm like, okay, maybe I don't ever want to do that again. Oh my God, there are people that I, no, there are people that I'm like never need to see you again I'm Gucci yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah, no, it's, I mean it's true it's true I it's mean, like I'm sorry know. but it's like if you haven't reached out to me once during this time we never need to speak again <laughs> yeah, that's another thing is you really realize who's there for you too, who keeps in touch because I've been back in Ohio and you know most of my friends are like New York LA and I do have some friends that are still here but um you know you kind of realize like oh like if I hadn't, you know, when I'm not seeing them every day at work or when I'm not seeing them every day, you know, at Pilates or whatever, or they're not reaching out to me. I was like, okay, maybe we weren't as close as I thought we were. I have had so many realizations of that. I'm like, damn, do I need to go to Pilates to have friends? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Like those communities. I do miss the communities. <laughs> no, listen, I'm a yoga instructor, so I miss it as well. But it also does really, like, there are people that I've gotten so much closer with during this time that I'm like, how am I closer with you now? than before this I mean you know and I think also with that being said like there is like a little bit of a new you a new me that came from this because our life was our lives were forced to change and you know as much as you know we may have loved who we were and I hope we all love who we are you know at all times but um you know you kind of you are you are a different person now like you know you're just you've slowed down and you've realized like where your passions lie and you know, how you want to move forward. And, you know, what am I going to, what am I going to work on? Am I going to go back to school? Am I going to start a business? Am I going to, you know, end this relationship? Like whatever the case may be, you have these realizations in some way, um, during this, you know, past, oh my God, eight months now. And I'm really (laughs) excited to get into cash because I think it's such a good, there are so many people who do feel in a funk in this moment and I don't blame anybody. I'm in a funk sometimes too, but I think what your story shares is like, I'm never saying you were in a funk anyway to begin with, but I'm saying for anyone who feels anyway, like right now is a really good time to dive into something that you may have been passionate about. It's like the one and only time really that like you can dive into something you'd never think. So with that being said, I'm like clapping my hands on my legs. I'm like, tell us about the philanthropic and sustainable side of the things with cash. I think it's super important, super smart of you to not just stay current with the times, but also giving back. And, you know, I know not many people do that. They say that they do, but I know for a fact via numbers of what I see that they do not. Mm -hmm. So I would love to know, give us the the behind the scenes of how this came about and why you wanted to be really sustainable and philanthropic with this. Yeah, so um, the whole backstory of cash really started in Nepal. Um, So it really only felt right that we give back to the community that inspired it. So my boyfriend and I were on vacation in Nepal um, in 2019, and we came up with this idea. Um, And it's just, have you ever been to Nepal? Mm -mm, I need to. (laughs) Yeah, so put it on your bucket list because it's just the most beautiful country um, and with the most beautiful people. And really, I can't say enough. Am I like like really not bright for not knowing where Nepal is? 
<laughs> no, it's. It, I think if you looked at a map and you realized where no, it was, if I had a map, it. I'd be fine. But like right now, where is it? <laughs> it so no, you do know Mount Everest? Of course. Okay, there you go. Okay, <laughs> love you. So thank um, you for anyone who feels like me. It's near Mount no, Everest. It's, it's funny because when we actually when we launched, people were you know writing us and were like, I think it's so great what you're doing in India. I'm like. Close, but not... And I'm so glad I didn't say that because that's what I would have said. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I was like, you know what, whatever, we're helping people. Um, you know, it's it's in our branding that it's Nepal. I'm, thank you for the kind wishes. But, um, Literally. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we really wanted to, you know, going back to your question, we really wanted to make everything full circle, you know. Um, so we're giving back to the Nepal Youth Foundation. Um, all of our pieces are inspired by Nepal. Um, you know, everything down to like the colors of the cashmere that we're using, we really took that from the landscape of Nepal. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and also, you know, all of our collections are named after a city or a region in Nepal. So I really wanted everything to come full circle in this. And I really wanted, um, you know, the brand to speak for itself. Like you can just look on our website and you really understand what we're doing and why we're doing it. And I hope that that message is conveyed to everybody. Um, you know, once they do start looking at our website and shopping around, um, and even just visiting our Instagram page. So, um, you know, and then the whole, there's a whole sustainability element of it as well, which is something that's super important to me. Um, I've never really been a fan of fast fashion. Um, I'm not somebody who's going to like chase after the newest trend. Yeah. Um, just personally, it's not really my style, but mm-hmm. also I just think, you know, there's a lot of, um, it's not the most ethical way of shopping. So I, you know, I'm the girl who's going to, I'm going to look for my blazers for resale. Like that's the best way to buy a blazer. I've always been like that. And I really wanted that to be a piece of cash. Um, so we have a sustainability element, um, you know, and I just hope that everyone realizes that, you know, you're really buying a piece of cashmere that's not just a pretty sweater, but it has a greater purpose. It's an artifact. It's an investment. Um, as we were saying, some, it's an investment piece. It's like a good yeah, piece of clothing that will forever, as I'm shaking my table, it's going to be a forever piece if you take care yeah. of it. If you take care of it, which we have some cashmere care accessories online for that um, to help you, you know, make sure that you're washing it the right way and storing it the right way. But yeah, I mean, I just really, um, I'm really proud with the way that everything came out. I actually did all the branding myself because I have some background in graphic design. Amazing job because I've obviously so, seen and I'm like, <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's really a brand that's deep rooted in philanthropy and deep rooted in culture. And I, um, I'm really proud that, you know, how it all came together. Guys, I wish you could see her face. She's, like, smiling and so sweet. And I'm just, like, <laughs> I just, like, literally want to give cashmere hugs. So now let's talk about launching a product mid-COVID. Although I will say cashmere is one of my favorite things to wear. Um, so it's something I was wearing at home during the pandemic. Uh, what was the process like? And when did it change mid-COVID? Dish it all. Yeah. So basically, I th- I personally think right now, which we kind of touched on earlier, I think it's a great time to start something new. Um, it's a great time to, you know, design a brand. Um, and it was a great creative outlet for me that I was able to just, you know, sit down with pen and paper and kind of plan out what I wanted these pieces to look like and, you know, what I wanted them to feel like even. Like, it was really fun to do all of that. Um I would say that the launching is where it gets a little bit tough Mm -hmm. because, you know, I've had so many people that I love, you know, lose their jobs and, um, 
you know, it's, it's sad. So I, I wanted to also always be sensitive to those that have been affected by COVID. Um, and that's when I started asking myself, like, is it really the right time to launch a luxury right. brand? Like, does anyone even care about cashmere right now? But I do think that giving cash serves a purpose in this world. Um, I think that, you know, that was a kind of our motivating and driving force, um, was to launch because, you know, every dollar goes toward some, you know, goes toward a meal for a child in Nepal. Um, and I didn't really want to wait on that until for COVID to pass because the, because everything is just kind of getting, um, worse there. So I wanted to really launch ASAP. So absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's super like, you know, you know, being from New York and LA and Ohio, we like hear of just giving back in our like states and whatnot, but there's just so much going on in the world. Mm -hmm. So it's really like, I think it's really, really sweet of you to not just be thinking about like our general Mm -hmm. United States. You know what I mean? I think that that's Mm -hmm. really, really sweet and smart of you. And, you know, I have to ask you, what's one of the biggest lessons you've learned thus far being thrown into things mid pandemic is wild. There's one thing I've learned from each guest and entrepreneur is that doesn't mean it's not possible to really do something you love when everything is taken away from you. When you're Mm -hmm. actually put in a bubble, you're actually like forced to like Maybe go crazy, which is what a lot of people did sitting on a hamster wheel going fucking nuts. But then you're like forced to be like, okay, so I'm sitting here in the uncomfortability with myself. What can I create? Yeah. So I think, you know, again, silver linings to to everything. And there were a lot of hard days and dark days, but I really, I, you know, I came home to be with my family. Um, what was it back in like? April or something Mm -hmm. and I kind of stayed throughout the summer um and they really brought me back down to ground and like they were just you know kind of keeping me calm throughout all the chaos in the world and I'm in a little bubble in Ohio it's a really small town so I'm not um you know ever around a lot of people here um so that's been great um but the biggest lesson I've learned I guess would just be to really stay calm um and to take a step back and kind of you know your life to your to yourself your life you know you always think about like your daily activities and like what mm-hmm. you used to do and just kind of how everything has played out um you know in the past and you know now and I would say that don't always like compare, you know, don't always think the worst, like just stay positive, stay optimistic and things are going to get back to the way that they were. I really truly believe that. And I hope for it. Um, but I think just stay calm and just kind of ride the waves and just let it play. Because I mean, I was the girl that was going a hundred miles a minute, um, back in LA. And I think I really needed this to just like calm me down and just like, let me view life from a different angle. Absolutely. It's almost like giving you the opportunity to like know that when, when this ends, which it will, God willing, we don't know when, but like that you can take your, take your own work world into your own way. It doesn't have to be the societal nine to five, you know, like I think people will come out of this much more healthy and like Mm -hmm. much better. Again, I don't, I hope this is, you know, by next summer we can be talking about this in a different Mm -hmm. sense but like I think it's really given people a chance to explore things and give Mm -hmm. it a chance and you're so right it's like don't worry so much it's Mm -hmm. like everyone is worried right now like we are all Mm -hmm. we're all and like that's like one thing I always come back to at the end of my day I'm like everybody's feeling weird right now Mm -hmm. I think we're all like on the same page that and just going off that whole nine to five thing you said I think that's also something really important that I learned um 
you know, ever since college, I felt like I was kind of like chained to this desk <laughs> and I was, you know, stuck in LA traffic for, you know, hours. Oh my a day. God. I and lived in LA for three years, so I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, the traffic and then like working and all of that. And I never really felt like I had time to do something for myself. So I think that this was really eye opening to me that like, okay, wow, you have a chunk of your day back. Like you have at least two hours of your day back that you're not seeing. Anymore. Which is amazing. You can be, yeah, you can be doing something productive. So at the very beginning, you know, I was like, I'm working out, you know, three times, or whatever, not three times a day, but like, every day at least yeah <laughs> um, and I was like I'm working out and I'm doing cooking meals and I'm kind of doing you know things for myself but then once we kind of got into the cash mindset I was totally hooked to you know my computer again but it felt better this time because I was doing something for myself and, and on for, your own you know, terms and on my own terms. And then like, something yeah, that you exactly. were giving back to, like, I'm sure, obviously, there was so much planning, but you knew that at the end of the day, this wasn't just, it's for your passion, your creativity, but something you could also give back to others. Exactly. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I hope that I, that I'm conveying that, like, you know, throughout my brand messaging and everything, that this is super, um, you know, it's, it's more, like I said before, it's more than just a pretty sweater. Like, you know, and that's, I've, I've and, been more than happy. And believe me, I literally that. was just talking to Zoe because I saw this really cute picture of this girl with like a cute, she's wearing your out, an outfit of yours. And then she also has a hat on. And I was like, need this whole entire vibe creation <laughs> right now. She styled it really well. She did such yeah. a good job. I was like, oh my, I literally, right before I talked to you, I was like, love her and her whole entire. I know. I was like, that color, it's our limestone color and it was just perfect on her. I um, mean, it, it, it looks yeah. so great. So guys, if we're not giving you an, enough uh, verbal visual guide, it really <laughs> is like really good. And I, any of my followers know I love comfy, like comfy clothes, like pre-COVID was always my thing. Literally mm -hmm. like just, sweatpants are my life and like nice sweatpants are my life as well um mm -hmm. so I need to ask you something what do you want people to feel when they wear cash so I I've actually spent a lot of time thinking about this you know earlier in the branding <laughs> process I was brainstorming for hours and I wanted this brand to look and feel like you know whatever whatever I wanted the brand the look and feel of the brand to look like I was just brainstorming that and at, the more I would think about it I was kind of getting further away from the inspiration and meaning behind it all um I think it was a brand from the very beginning and I needed to let it evolve organically mm -hmm. um so I would say I want people to feel good. Um, I want people to feel beautiful and I want them to feel like they're giving back and I want them to feel like they're a part of a community who's also giving back. So I want it to be more than just a clothing brand. I really want it to be, you know, a place that people can come together and, you know, give back to a greater purpose. So that's, I think that that at the end of the day is really what I'm, you know, what I'm going for and what we're going for. Absolutely. I love that. I think that's amazing. And I think, you know, I'm glad that you said the words. I actually had to think about this question a little bit before because sometimes I feel like the quickest, easiest thing to say is like, I want people to feel gorgeous, beautiful, and smart. And it's like, yeah. it's like, yes, of course you want, of course, when anybody's wearing anything, you want them to feel those things. But for you to take a second and be like, because we've had this this interview lined up for the last two weeks. So to have some time to really think about it, to me, that's just really sweet and important and, like, yeah. really nice that you did take the time because it's really easy to just on the cuff be like, I want you to feel like a fucking rock star. And, like, those yeah. are all very well things. Like, 
Yeah, and of course, like, aesthetics is, like, a huge part of my life. Like, you know, I love design. I love, you know, dressing up. I love, like, you know, I love beautiful things. I'm of just, course. Like, of all things beauty. So I I want people to obviously love the designs. I hope you do because that's, you know, that's... I mean, I do. I've looked. I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's your favorite, by the way? Your favorite? Um, like I, the- I like the pants. Mm-hmm. The flowy uh, pants? I like the... Fl- no, they're a little tighter. Those are the Maria Johnson. Yeah, because okay. I'm 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 5'1 and small, so I feel like mm-hmm. those would fit me the best. Um, mm-hmm. And then the sweater you're wearing right now is cash, right? This is actually... A, this is a sample, um, one of our early samples. Oh, well, that, that one, the V-neck, yeah. I'm obsessed with. Obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so, um, but yeah, I think... I think that answered your question. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I want people to feel feel good and like they're doing something good in it. Absolutely. <laughs> and their money and that their money isn't just going towards clothes, it's also going towards helping people, mm-hmm. which is always course, something yeah. that does feel really good and that's why I had to mention that I know influencers and people who do not actually donate money towards places, so it's really important and that's why I have true true people who are really giving back on the vibe because it really matters and to me it doesn't matter if it's to Pennsylvania to Philly to New York to California but to Nepal it's just like beautiful the story and that you and your boyfriend are both part of it um what would oh, you say you. the cash vibe is so <laughs> I would say the cash is um you know I say this a lot to my boyfriend and he kind of makes fun of me but coach um, because I think, you know, it's really true. It is super soft and it's super comfortable, but you know, we have like very minimalist designs. So it offers this elevated, um, look. So I would say that that's the like aesthetic vibe of cash. Like elevated. On that, and you know, I touched on this. Chic, but also super soft and cozy. Um, so you feel like, you feel like really hot, like. kind of the driving factor behind it all. So that would be the overarching vibe is, you know, philanthropy, sustainability. Um, yeah, I would say. Philanthropy, would sustainability, and also feeling hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like philanthropy, sustainability, and feeling a little, like, feeling hot and good about yourself. <laughs> yeah, you should, I, I always think you should feel good, even if you're just at home lounging. And, I mean, Granted, I don't even take my own advice on that sometimes because sometimes I'll just be like in my dad's t-shirt and like my boyfriend's boxers and just like, like <laughs> that's my outfit for the day. But that's, you know, I try to keep that like to like maybe like a once a month type of deal. Yeah. I like to kind of elevate my love. No, I, I agree with you too. I have like, I'll send you now that I have your number, I'll send you like my just sweatpants armoire. Yeah. You're going to be like, what the fuck? But like, I actually don't think you would feel that way because like, I feel like you're like me. You just like to look, be comfy, but yeah. elevated. Exactly. Like I you'll rarely nice. see me in jeans. Like very rarely. Well, I think there's a lot of ways, especially now um, when we're fashion's kind of headed, there's so many ways to even dress up your loungewear. So you never really feel like you have to put on jeans, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I couldn't um, agree more. So, <laughs> yeah. um, 
What's the best piece of advice you would give someone starting a business right now? I know that's a wildly loaded question, but we need to know. So I guess the best piece of advice um, that I would give somebody starting a business right now is that, you know, I think there's something to be said about, and you know, hard work and just kind of going for it. Um, I think there's never really any time like the present. So if you, there's something that you're really passionate about, I would say just go for it and just kind of tune out all the background noise. Cause there's always going to be people who say things, um, you know, that maybe, you know, show you that they're not, that they're not your truest fans. Um, and I think there's always going to be even your inner voice that's kind of telling you like, no, you can't do this. You're not qualified to do this. And listen, I had no experience, um, launching a clothing brand or running a clothing brand or anything before I started this. So it was all like learning curves that I just kind of, you know, it was all part of the process. Um, trial and error. Exactly. And it was, you know, there were a lot of errors and it was a lot of trials. So (laughs) I think, um, (laughs) I think definitely, um, that would be my advice. And I think another thing that's really important, um, is that, you know, you're the only person, something to remember the only, you're the only person in this world who, you know, has lived your life, has felt what you felt, has experienced what you've experienced and has your same passions and your same, you know, likes and dislikes. And I think that that's something, you know, people don't really realize about themselves that they are so, they have so much to offer to the world and there's no reason to be down on yourself and be like, I can't do this. Or I, you know, I'm not quite sure like what I should even be doing. Just kind of look at who you are as a person and really sort through that and take some time with yourself. And I know we've all had the opportunity to do that over COVID. Um, but I would say just really, um, you know, be confident and know that you can do it and just put your head down, work hard and, I can guarantee you if it's not a success, you're at least going to feel like you did something amazing for yourself. I love that. And I always say to people, if you're like really not sure, but you loved that, but you really want to do something really bad, like fake it till you make it. Like pretend you know what you're doing until like, (laughs) until someone else like is like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works, honey. But I'm like, honestly, like faking it until you make it sometimes teaches you so much more than you would have ever thought. So just feel like that's something else for people to just know that like, if you really, if there's something you really want to do and you want to put all the effort into it, fake it till you make Mm -hmm. it. Literally. I agree. Play the, play the part until someone's like, wait, what's up? And if no one says anything, then you're clearly doing something right. (laughs) Yeah. And and even if someone does say something, just take that as, you know, take that as constructive criticism, take it and run with it because that was like a gift that somebody gave to you. Even if they didn't, you know, they, even if they didn't deliver it to you in the most kind way, it's still a gift that they gave you that extra knowledge that now you can run with and you can utilize. That's so, very, that's very Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next of you. Yeah, thank you. Next. It's like, thank you for the fucking awful time. I'm going to move on. Thank you for that. Well, we're both Italian. So maybe that's <laughs> literally, oh my God, I'm dead. You're like, you're like, I know Ari, we're Italian. We get each other. Okay. She so, she's, she's, she's a lovely soul. I love, I got to say, I love her. Um, so what can we look forward to with the with cash launching like what can we look forward to from you guys so personally I'm looking forward to this you know community of people who have great style and are also passionate about giving back and sustainability I mean like I said you know this isn't a brand that's going to follow every new trend it's not a brand that's going to dish out a new collection every couple weeks and it's not a brand that aims to mass produce um you know cashmere right so I just you know I would just say to look 
you know, just know when you buy something from cash, you, there's probably not very many other people in the world who also have that same piece, even when we've gone through all our inventory, because we're not making a huge inventory of items. So there's, you know, that level of, you know, you got that one artifact, you got that one of 20, one of 40 artifacts from Nepal. Um, I would say look forward to, you know, just being part of our community and just some really, really comfortable cashmere. And also for my aesthetic people out there, they have such a dope, like, uh, neutral aesthetic vibe that, like, is first of all it's still my vibe because it, as I'm in a blue sweat I look like shit right now I'm sorry um, but like if I was doing my elevated like look it's just so it's all neutrals it's like so beautiful and the way that I've seen other people style things and like that's a big part of who I am is I like to see how people put things together everyone who's put every outfit together and I don't know if you guys did it I don't know if the person did it I have no idea any of that that's all for the eye of the beholder Mm -hmm. to go look at but it's just styled beautifully and it like fits beautifully and it like I'm not just saying that because you're on here. I wouldn't have you on here if I didn't like your brand. (laughs) But I'm inspired by you. I'm inspired by your brand. I'm really inspired by your philanthropic side. I think that all of those really add up. And I really think what you've created, like, like as a physical brand is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, really, 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 really beautiful. And I love the idea of, like, a few pieces, not, like, 25 pieces. Because, like, Mm -hmm. honestly, at the end of the day, like... The only things, like, I really care about are a sweater, pants, and a tank. Like, I'm not, like, looking yeah. for, like, I I don't need, I love cashmere so much and whatnot. But it's, like, for things that are that expensive, it's, like, no, I'd rather be less than, mm-hmm. like, less is more, straight up, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, and I think, I think I agree with that. And I think we, you know, we've, we've designed every piece, um, I'll give my boyfriend some credit because he had a he had a say in some of the designs okay. too. Um, <laughs> he deserves but, some um, credit. <laughs> um, no, he deserves a lot of credit. I honestly couldn't have done this without him. He's he's great. But um, I, I think we've designed each piece that they can be worn together in sets, or we, they can be worn, you know, the, like a sweater and jeans if you're planning on totally anytime soon. But you know, it can definitely, or even with a with a skirt would be great, or like you know, with a blazer. Um, you know, we're going to be posting a lot more stuff like that in the coming weeks where we kind of style it, street with the, style you know, it a separately. little. So you know, keep an eye out for that. But um, yeah, I think I think that you know, I really thank you for your kind words. It really means no. A lot. I'm serious. I mean, I definitely, I definitely am going to order some. I mean, it's cold, and I love giving back to places that are giving back as well. I think it's so important. And you know, before we close out, I had one last thing I wanted to ask you, okay. and that is, what is one piece of advice you would have given your given yourself in the midst of these heightened emotions and everything? Something you didn't know then that you know now. Um, hmm. okay. I would say the one, I mean, it's hard to, you know, I've learned something new every day. So Obviously. It's hard to say one piece of advice, <laughs> but I would say, um, you know, to really realize that you don't come the kind of person. And I've always been like this. Um, my mom says I was like this when I was in like grade school and I had like group projects, I would, would be like, all right, this, I'm doing everything. Cause like I, I can do everything and I don't really need any help, whatever. So that's always been me. Um, but I think you have to realize like what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are and 
focus on your strengths, go all at it with your strengths and just, you know, put in the hard work there. But if, you know, realize that there's other people who can help you and utilize your resources because, you know, there were so many times I turned to just friends, like my friend, Nicole, she, um, you know, wrote a lot of copy for us because that's not a strength of mine. And, you know, my boyfriend, he's amazing at looking at the finances. Oh, oh here's the word for it. Um, delegating delegating yeah like that's something I have a major problem with too that I'm like what is the word my therapist said the other day it's (laughs) delegating it's like finding the things that you know you're really good at but then being like all right yes she's a good copywriter I'm gonna I'm gonna not even entertain this for me yeah and I think um yeah I mean I think that's definitely something important because I don't think that's anything I've ever even had the privilege of doing outside of maybe a school setting because when I was working I was getting things delegated to me. So right. So I had to learn how to turn around and be like, okay, Julia can do this. And, and it's this, hard to, and, and it's really hard to say things. like, to say like, I don't think I can do this. Can you do I this? Know. You know what I mean? Like, that's the hardest part about delegating as like not working for a company, but for yourself, you're like, wait, no, I can handle eight of those tasks. And then you're like, no, no, like what's wrong with me? I can't yeah, handle. I mean, you have to realize like, you know, cause I'll, I'm kind of like, I'll, I'll overexert myself with work. Like I'll be, I, and I really, I mean, I like, especially this, like, cause it's something that I'm doing for myself, but I'll work on it all hours of the day. But there are some things that are going to take me maybe four hours and it'll take somebody else an hour. Totally. So it's like, just shall just yeah just delegate things out to people um and you know reward them for you know how they've helped you and I'm you know still in the process of doing that because I do um you know I do want to kind of give back to some of these people who really helped me along this journey of course but um but yeah I would say that that would be the number one thing I learned and I'm still learning how to do it because I still want my hands and everything but I'm I'm being becoming better at it (laughs) that's great that's a that's a there's no perfect answer but that's a really perfect answer and you know what Julia (laughs) I just want to say thank you for coming on here for taking the time and for being a homie like it's not easy to just hop on to someone you don't know and to just be like all right let's talk about my business that I just started right now so like above all thanks for being super real with me thanks for vibing out with me and thanks for sharing your new product that I think is really gonna be something that's gonna be really special for not just you fulfilling but I really think a lot of people are gonna hear your message and that's why when I said what do you want people to feel when they wear cash like they're gonna feel that like they absolutely will and I can tell by the way that you've marketed you've launched you branded it you made sure to keep that even in our email last night it was like don't forget about xyz and I was like I will never forget because it is so ingrained in this (laughs) brand and that's a beautiful no it's a beautiful thing that it's ingrained in this brand that like you're wearing something great but you're giving back and it's just like a really really special thing and I'm just super appreciative that you had you took the time to come on here and I'm so excited for people to hear this next Monday and order their cash and feel the vibes that you have been giving throughout this COVID time. So thank you so much, Julie. And if there's anything you want to add in there, I'll obviously make sure to leave your handles and everything, but I'm really appreciative and I really love this conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for for taking the time to, you know, speak with me um, and get my brand out there a little bit more. Yeah, of course. Um, But yeah, it was so great talking to you and I hope we can um, keep in touch because you're actually super fun to hang out with. Literally, we're just like on FaceTime. No, so are you. And again, I appreciate it so much and you are a light and I'm really excited. I'm really, really, really stoked for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're amazing. You you. are amazing. Have a beautiful day. (laughs) 
All right. And thank you for coming on the vibe, babe. All right. Thank you.